Welcome to Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast, your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions, a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable. And remember, no topic is off limits. Now let's talk about it. And here we go. Guess what? So like I sent an agenda, right? We're already recording. We're just going to dive right in. I sent an agenda of what like I want to talk about. But if by the time I send the agenda to like the very second we're about to start recording, I see something else we going to discuss something else too. So I just like, I just do those type of things. So yeah, bear with me here. Cause I got a little plot twist for the raw mess of the week, <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> I'm already kicking it off. You see, mm-hmm. I, I can't, I'm a mess. All right, guys, welcome back to another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast. I'm your host, Missy. And today I'm excited to have this conversation with a very lovely, beautiful, powerful. Oh, you like that, right? It's, it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, um, fellow podcaster um of course you guys already know my new vibe is i allow because i think it's right i used to do the introductions for my guests but you know what i like the voice to kick in right off the bat so will my guests please honor the double dose of raw talk community and introduce yourself my name is shakira o mazen i am an amazon two-time best-selling author and i am a podcast host of the so Superwoman, which airs weekly on Apple, Google, and Spotify. What else you need to know? I love it. (laughs) I love it. That's how I needed to kick this in, though. So I am so happy you're here. I'm so excited. Um, You know, it's so funny to me because I often have listeners say, like, when I have other podcasters come on the show, they're like, do you really listen to the show? And I'm like, yes. I'm like, you know what it's become for my life? My life has become that I now make time for on my agenda for when I commute, it's like music day today, mm-hmm. podcast day today, um, a TV show today. Like this, I I give myself that remedy of staying away from like the news and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. I like to now really listen to talent, listen to creativity, mm-hmm. listen to all of that. If I can make time for a TV show and see some pretty dope acting and a plot twist, if I can make time for music, why can't I make time to fellow podcasters and give them my time? Like, no. So I'm excited to have you here. Love your show. Love Thank it. you. You listen. Let me say it one more time. <laughs> yes. Let me say it one more time. Love it. Because there's one thing I love is when we have bold women coming to the microphone. I really, really love that. I am one that takes pride in that. And I want more and more females to feel that powerful in their voice um, and in their story. So I'm excited to have you here. So we're going to jump right into Raw Mess of the Week. I have shared a little something with you about what I wanted to talk about, right? Um, But now we got a little plot twist. Um, And for the sake of not having to say names, because, you know, I I usually reference something that happens in um, the news or the celebrities and all that mess, all that hot mess, right? Um, There's this public figure. I'm not going to say exactly who it is because her names have been buzzing all over social media. But... um, Miss Thing, I mean, very beautiful, also a powerful woman in her own right. Uh, she said there was a little story on the blogging side headlines. She said that, you know, she kind of like is protective of her man around her friends. Okay. Um, I don't know if you saw that. It, it was around that I could share it with you. Again, I want to I want to start staying away from like the naming because let me tell you something. Kanye and Kim have been buzzing on the show for Romance of the Week for several weeks now uh, because of different themes, different topics of uh-huh. conversation. So I want to I want to start taking away that celebrity name and really applying it to the theme itself. And I wanted to just shine a little light for this little messy situation because 
this person, this female, and listen, this could be a celebrity or a regular, regular, regular person, uh-huh. right? Regular, regular, regular woman. She feels some type of way about leaving her man around her friends. And first of all, that's not the first time I've heard that. Let's begin with that. Okay. I've heard that before around some very regulars. Okay. okay. Shout out to my friends who are regular and they feel the same way. <laughs> not me, but okay. Um, But I've heard that before. I have. And... I actually don't find a problem with that. There was there was a lot of um scrutiny in the buzz. Like, oh, that just means, you know, you're making excuses for him, like you're you're targeting the women because, you know, you don't trust your friends or you don't trust women around him or is the women you don't trust or is it really she doesn't trust a man? But here's the thing. I want to reference back a little theme, a little setting that my mom used to teach me. My mom taught me on a very, very long time ago. Um, I used to hear her talk with the older females, right? Her friends, uh-huh. her 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 in-laws, her sisters-in-laws and whatnot. And my mom used to say like, and this is something I've implemented real strongly this year because I kind of slacked off on it. You have to be very protective of who you let into your home. And that includes, that includes when you are a wife and you have a husband or however, which title you want to call it, and you're allowing people of probably, you know, parallel to who you are, interests, things like that, allowing to come into your home and you're sharing moments that may involve, and you know, and I want to give benefit of the doubt, may involve some drinking. And sometimes when drinking happens, things happen, may involve some unintentional scenarios. I want to give benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to say anybody's doing anything on purpose, I don't see nothing wrong with that. I think that to a certain extent, you are supposed to be protective of your family, of your partner, of your children. Uh You're not supposed to just be okay with just anybody being around them. And if there's people that you wholeheartedly, blindly trust with them, that's great. But I don't think it's a bad thing. What are your thoughts on that? Okay. So this is my perspective on it, right? Um. I agree um, to a certain extent, right? Okay. So, first of all, ain't none of my friends, I don't have friends. Let me just start off like that. Number one. Okay. Number two, no female is going to be around my mate if I'm not there, right? Whether I trust the person or not, I just don't think that's appropriate. Just like I'm not going to feel comfortable to be around their mate. And they're not around. So I don't see anything wrong with that. However, from my experience, okay, if the man is trifling, Mm -hmm. then he's just going to be trifling. But that's (laughs) just my experience, Miss B, okay? I don't trust no man, period. And I don't trust no friends, period. But that's just me, okay? But I don't think there's anything wrong. You got to have boundaries, right? And so people don't have boundaries, right? If you're in a friendship, you're in a relationship, there's boundaries. Because honestly, I wouldn't want not I don't want to be around my man's friends and he ain't there. That don't look right. And I got a story for that, but we ain't gonna go there. I mean, unless you want to go there. Um I mean you could shine a little messy light on it if you okay, want. The messy light is my husband introduced me to his friends and he thought I was sleeping with his friends, but I wasn't. But exactly. See? See? Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. But he was crazy, girl. He was toxic, so we're not even going to go there. (laughs) But the moral of the story is you got to be very selective of who you uh, keep around you, especially your mate. And I feel like, you know, unfortunately, people are going to do what they're going to do, right? 
a man going to do what they're going to do. A woman going to do what they're going to do. But I just think boundaries, mm-hmm. right? Boundaries and respect. So if you got your girlfriends, okay, why is your man there with your girlfriends? Like, well, I don't know. What is the situation? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't like single women around. If I'm with a mate and my girlfriend is single, I don't want her around my mate if I'm not there. Like, I'm not comfortable. That's just me. And I would prefer if it's a couple situation, like, you know, no offense, but I'm married, about to be divorced. And I don't think married women and single friends, women are like different. We just think different or whatever. And I'm married and my friends may not be married. I'm not taking advice from them because they're single. No shade, right? That's just my Mm -hmm. perspective on it. So I feel like you got to have boundaries, especially if if your friends or whoever you hang with, they're not in a relationship. They don't have no mate. And it's like, okay, you spilling all your guts out to them about your situation. Where they man at? I'm just saying, okay? Not to get off topic, but I agree. And that's my perspective. It's it's actually not off topic because I think it aligns so much with, um, and you know, we're going to talk about healing and we're going to talk about all of that jazz, right? We're going to do it because I do think that there's so many real life situations where the process, when you look at it from afar, it's like, fuck, when am I going to get to that end, that light at the end of the tunnel? Because some of these things are very detrimental to like our sanity, to our, our livelihood, to our health, to our healing. But the truth is like, I have, I, I completely get what you're saying and I completely understand. I am conscious of certain situations too, right? I am a single woman. I've been divorced. I've been married, right? I've been in relationships, currently single. So there's certain experience I do have that my friends come to me for. However, every relationship is different. Every relationship is different. What people have to remember is you got to be able to talk to your partner. You are, you are who you are. He or she is who he or she is. And you have to be able to discuss things and talk about things and come to your own resolutions, regardless of who's around. Why do I say that? I say that because if you think you could trust me with a certain piece of information, great. But don't think because you can trust me that you can trust Martita, Tanya, Shauna, whatever. You know what I mean? You start dishing out all your information to half the fucking world. World, and I've seen it happen. Let me repeat this one more time for the people in the back. Say it loud, Miss B. Say it loud. I've seen it happen. You confiding in that one person, and that one person sees it as an open door, and they step right in through that little that little crack in the doorway. They step right in, and I'm not taking away the responsibility from the spouse. It is the spouse's responsibility to give that respect to their partner and not go, you know, stepping out on them. But that doesn't mean that there aren't people out there who will plot, who will strategize even in a situation like that, period. So I don't think there was anything wrong with that. And it was a little messy and there was a lot of controversy, commentary on it. And I think that if we're going to sit here and start questioning like, oh, well, for example, there was some commentaries about, well, you know, it's like we're always judging women. And what about the men? It's not about that. It could be the other way around. It could be the other way around. A man could feel that way, too. I'm not going to trust my lady around my dudes because I know exactly how my dudes are. Exactly. It could be the same thing. Yeah. It could be the same thing. It don't matter. So. We kicking it off that messy here. It's called messy and marriage, but whatever. Okay, so we're going <laughs> to... 
<laughs> we're gonna go right into the as raw as it gets and i gave it a little subtitle and it's called be a superwoman and i want to shine a little bit of light of just how did you declare this to yourself because let me say something okay um in the spirit of womanhood right and and for the record for anybody who's listening feels like well how can she speak on women empowerment or womanhood or whatever if she's here being judgmental i could have a very off the bat all across the board opinion on all sorts of situations and still feel very empowered and be here to support other women and empower women and the same thing for men so i could still have my opinions just all across the board based on my experiences and what other people have shared with me now with that being said i do love when i see super woman powerful women um in a position to be able to tell a story to share their story um and to change people's lives because you never know who's listening um so i wanted to know how did you declare this to yourself to life um to the world because when we are sitting there and we're saying like this is who i am like you know the entire world is listening like how did you do this where where was your journey and how did you get there Woo. um i've been doing a lot of praying right um I'm very spiritual I believe in a higher being and you know I could be a little ratchet at times you know but uh I have a very close relationship with my with my God and that would that's what really helped me mentally um with everything that I was going on going on and still I'm dealing with and I just kind of had to just step into a reality right and just accept the fact that okay this person is not good for me Right. And it took six years uh, to to really understand that. And so I am on a journey of loving myself because I feel that when you don't love yourself and, you know, some people may brush this under the rug. Self-love is very important. And when you don't have it, I'm speaking from my own experiences, you will tolerate any bullshit. Excuse my French. Mm. You're going to accept everything, anything. Nobody going to tell you anything. Nobody can tell you anything because you have blinders on. You don't feel good about yourself. And, you know, you're thinking that the person you're with will change. And us women, no, they're not going to change. Okay. I am not Jesus. Okay. And I'm not going to change no damn ass. Okay. And mm. I don't walk on water either. So. My whole thing is I had to just come to that reality, right? Because I could have lost my life many times. For those who don't know, I have survived domestic violence, right? I've survived sexual assault and I've survived child abuse. So I've had a lot of trauma in my life. So I'm to the point where I am working on my mental health, right? I have ongoing therapy and I have been diagnosed with mental health issues, depression, PTSD, and anxiety, and I am medicated, okay? And that's just what it is. But I'm functioning even with my mental health, right? Because there's a lot of people who recognize the mental health, but they don't address it, right? So they go out in the world, they cause havoc on every and anybody, right? They shoot up places, mm -hmm. people, things that have nothing to do with their trauma. So it's so important that you step into your reality to face the fact, this is who, this is what it is. What am I going to do about it? 
Now, I'm not going to say something that may sound kind of jacked up, but I got to say it. That's okay. We get comfortable being uncomfortable here, man. When we get to a certain age, right? Mm-hmm. We can't keep blaming mommy. We can't keep blaming daddy. Mm. I don't mm. like to hear grown. I'm going to talk about men and women. I don't like to hear grown ass men who are in their 40s or 50s or 60s and they talking about some, well, my daddy left my mama. My daddy was in jail, this and that. And I'm like, how old are you? 40, 50, mm. 60? And you still. Let's go. Let's, go. Let's do this. Right. The same right. thing with women. Oh, my dad. I didn't have a relationship with my dad. I keep choosing these no good ass men. How long you gonna keep doing that? Cause I I've been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you grown, and that used to be me. And I'm like, okay, I know I'm lit. Okay, Miss D, I'm lit, and that's just what it is. And I had this. I got. I make up words too. I had this litness in me. Okay. People didn't understand. So the person I was married to, you know, he he didn't bring out the litness. He tried to mm-hmm. hide the litness. And you can't mm-hmm. hide litness, okay? Shakira O'Mason mm-hmm. declared to the world that she is so superwoman, okay? And yeah. Yeah. I had to go through traumas with an S at the end to understand that and let me tell you something. When somebody don't belong in your life, God or whoever you pray to will send you signs that person or people don't belong. I'm speaking mm. from experience. Time after yes. time, the man was doing what he was doing. Time after time, I kept allowing it, allowing it. And I think the problem was because I was married, I was trying to, uh, uh, you know, conform to society or, well, you know, married, you know, try to do the right thing. And, and, but at the same time, I'm being physically abused. Mm. I'm being mentally mm. abused. I've had two black eyes. Like, I, I, I've had my hair pulled, okay? I could go on, okay? And yeah. it's like, I'm going to do all that for what? To say that I got a husband? Really? Good because of what? I, it looked good on paper. No. But that's about it. That's about it. That's about it. You know, you, everything that you said, it complements so well with last week's episode. I had um, the real Mozo on the show and we were talking about, shout out to him. We were talking about um, mental health in men, right? We were talking about emotions. Um, and he made a reel about make certain things normal in 2022. And I think it goes hand in hand with why so many people hold on to these traumas, um, dwell on them instead of actually being able to go get help or putting themselves in a position to help themselves. Right. And that being part of their self-love. And it's because we're already dealing with so much scrutiny still from society. Oh, men are not supposed to cry. Shut your mouth. Don't don't talk about that. that. That's non-existent. Get over it. Grow the fuck up. And yes, all that may be true, but it takes a lot of the experiences and what we're learning in those traumas with plenty of S's at the end um, to say, you know what? I need to wake the fuck up and I need to be able to do this, but also not be judged when we're doing that. And I think it goes hand in hand with that. When we're thinking about our childhood traumas and experiences, um, you know, I still sometimes see it with my elders, including my parents. It's like, I didn't have time to be depressed. I had to go to work, but that doesn't mean you weren't depressed. 
That doesn't mean that you weren't dealing with certain shit that unfortunately, because you didn't know you had resources out there or because you couldn't talk about it, you were in a way also taking it out of your home, on your partner, on your children. And you don't realize until, and I see it now, am I, you know, can I blame things on my parents? No, I had to also sit there and say, enough is enough. These are facts. What am I going to do about it? And and talk on it so that I can help uh, society make certain topics of conversation and certain realities absolutely normal because it should be normal to your point to say, why am I doing this to myself? Why do I just have to conform to the fact that, well, you know, I got a husband. Well, you know, people can't know what's going on. Well, you know, I got to just stick this through because, you know, people back in the day used to just stick this through. You know, let me just put some shades on. Nobody needs to know. Don't talk about it. And it's like. There's just so much silencing with that. There's just so much things going around about that's just not normal. No, fuck the not normals anymore. Make this shit normal. Make it okay to put yourself first. Make it okay to heal. I think that when we have those personal experiences, that's where we fuck up even in other areas with the friends, with other relationships, collaborations, networking, even businesses, even in our careers. There's so much that we fuck up on when we don't deal with the inner child, when we don't tap into that. Right. Um, so I, I love everything you just said, because there is just so much that goes into play with the whole healing and the self-love and people don't understand. A lot of people still don't understand. And maybe it's because we're so trained to keep it silent or we categorize things as, oh, that's cliche. That's just, you know, that's just what people say. No, it's real. It's very, very real. And it takes a lot of work to do that and to get there. So I love that you just mentioned this. Um, would you say that this is in fact, cause I want to be able to shine light also on your show and how you take this microphone and you speak on, you know, your own experiences. Um, and of course I know you've written also your work. Um, would you say this is exactly part of your healing to be able to produce a show, to talk about these things, um, that you've been able to write about it as well? Most definitely. I grew up in a very sheltered Muslim household, right? My mother was married to whoever my father were, they weren't together. So basically when I was born, I was a divorced baby, but whatever. So I, I didn't really have a close relationship with my dad growing up. So my household was very strict, right? And so I've seen things that I was just questioning, you know, at the time I'm a kid. I know now that I'm older, my mother was a victim of domestic violence. But at the time, I'm not paying attention to it. I don't understand. And I'm like, okay, like I'm accepting it as being normal, right? And I grew up in the house with my mother. She was very verbally abusive to me, verbally and physically. So unfortunately, I don't have a close relationship with my mother. And I tell people this part of the story and I always hear, well, that's your mom. And you know, you only got one mom and you know, you gotta let it go. I get it. However, mother or not, right? I, all, I will always love my mother. Like, let me just clear that up because people get it quit twisted, right? I will always love my mother. She birthed me, even though she said, she was depressed when she had me, but we're not going to go there. I, I, I love her because, you know, she gave me life, right? As far as her mothering, not so much. And I, I'm at to the point where I'm like, okay, 
she had her own shit going on, clearly. So I don't hate my mother. I just can't fuck with her. You know what? I understand what you're saying. Okay. I understand what you're saying. Y'all heard this was the as raw as it gets segment, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I knew. Mm -hmm. I knew we were going to be able to talk about this reality. It's okay for me. You know, this is why I love Ms. Shakira, because there's other things, too. You know? There's boundaries, right? So I have not spoken to my mother in years, right? I have no idea. Like, my mother judged me. Right, she judged me. You see how I'm dressed right now? If she saw me, if she saw me, she'd be like, "What is going on?" She would probably think I'm all over the place. But little do she know, I was able to complete my bachelor's. I work a full time job. I did not have kids by twenty different men. Not that I'm judging anyone. Uh, I, I have my own place. I, I have a good head on my shoulders, is what I'm saying, and. My mother just didn't see it that way. She just assumed that I was going to be a fuck up, right? And she probably still thinks that because I know my mother. I lived with her, right? She had her own mental health shit. And she probably still do to this day. So I had to just kind of like let the judgments go. I used to worry about what people said about me. I used to be obsessed over that shit. I used to be like, no, I can't. I can't say that because they might think I'm this or I can't wear that because they might think I'm that. At this point, I'm 33 years old. That's my real age, y'all. Don't play. Um, I'm, 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 I'm becoming comfortable with myself. I'm becoming comfortable to the point I don't give a fuck what nobody thinks. If you see me and my titties is out, well, my titties is going to be out. Okay, I'm sorry. Hello. Wait, wait, hello. I'm going to join her. Cause we totally adjusted the outfit today just for her. And I'm okay with that. And I feel you 1000% on that one. It's about this on the inside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what yeah. it's about. Not this. Cause there's a lot of people who got all this going on and they fucked up on the inside. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think, no, I think right. it's important that people look deeper. Like you, you gotta look deeper into who the fuck you are. Stop worrying about the external. Now, don't get me wrong, Miss B. You know, I got to look good. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm shit amazing, okay? You know, I got to represent. But at the same time, right. at the same time, I want people to remember me as a person. How did I make you feel? If I made you feel like shit, then I'm fucked up. And I don't want people to, to say that about me. So it's so important how you treat people, how you talk to people. It's so important right. because you never know who you're going to need. Ooh. Ooh, talk about it. Talk about it. It's mm. so true. Oh, my God. I love it. I love this conversation. Um, Let me just be the first one to say, and I think I've said this before on the show. I've definitely, I've definitely know what it's been like to... Um, sit there and offend someone mm-hmm. um, b- brutally offend someone um, and I had no business offending them whatsoever but I did it I did and it was it was absolutely disgusting and that's the same person I I needed from that's the same person I needed help from when everything went to shit um, you know and you learn mm-hmm. you learn over and over and over again how to be apologetic about it how to have regret and it's okay to have regret um 
and be grown about it and own the fuck up to to what you've done. You know what I mean? So, you know, on that note, I definitely want to be able to say like it, it's it's okay to sit there and to, and to and to own up to your bullshit, to your shit. Um, but at the same token, you also to the point that you just you just made, um, and it's so true, right? Um, you don't want to sit there and be the one to to be judged. You don't want to sit there and be the one to be judged because you're actually excusing other people and enabling other people um, with their behaviors. Um, it's it's not a blaming game. It's not a point to the finger. It's about ownership. It's about taking ownership to your actions and holding other people accountable to their bullshit too. It's also about that. Um, that comes to the self-love piece. Um, okay. So for the double or nothing, empower, you empower or not. Tell me, do you truly believe there is enough empowerment amongst women? Are some so impacted by their own trust issues um, that it's difficult to have that unity? Or what is really the problem? What do you think? Girl, I done had so-called friends that I've known for 11, 12 years, and they cut my ass off before, before the new year. So, you know, I, I guess they felt I was toxic to them. I don't fucking know. Okay. And that's fine. Okay. You know, hey, you, you know, you feel I'm toxic. It is what it is. I wish you the best. Mm-hmm. Just don't call or text me for nothing. That's all I'm saying. Because once, right, once you right. walk away, you can't come back. I don't give a fuck who you are. Mm-hmm. So uh, when it comes to empowerment of women, <laughs> right, um, some people, for some women, it could just be a facade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I done, I done been in some groups. Yeah. No shade. I done been in some groups. Yeah. Air quotes. Yeah. And, you know, talk about some, oh, you know, help, it, uh, help you with your business type shit. Let's support each other. Crickets. Mm-hmm. Cricket. So yep. I'm like, hold up. I got a business. Uh, you can't share my link to somebody who, who maybe like to read poetry. Yes. Poetry yes. But hold that one up real quick because we're going to show that one real quick. Yes. Amazing. Because guess what? This is what they say. Oh, I, I don't I don't like poetry. Bitch, you, you read rap lyrics, right? Yeah. Hello. No, you're right. You're right. Um, I want to say something to something you just said. Um. Because I actually, I do believe there could be an existence of women empowerment. I just think it takes um, a woman who is very truthful, women, group of women who's very truthful with their story, truthful even with their amazing level of confidence with all their insecurities right there with it. Like, I think... I think it takes a lot of power to be in that position as a woman. Um, and that's how you really have that empowerment, right? That's how you really have your self-empowerment that allows you to be empowering to other women, right? And be that person that's I agree, Miss D. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this. Um, I went on a wave of cutting people off. I did. I did. I Me too, girl. Yeah, Me I too, did. girl. And it was comical because there were some people who, you know, didn't even bat an eye. There were some people who felt some type of way. But for me, it came to a point where it's like with a couple of them, I actually made that decision because of their behavior and how they were acting a little bit funny and a little bit suspect. And just it, it was very uncomfortable. You know, it was the very um, the very um nonchalant way of like not 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 only nonchalant but very uh pretentious way too of i'm gonna cut you off but not really i'm gonna talk to you behind the scenes and not let another person see that and it's for me it's like i'm i'm like you once you show me that you're a certain type of way 
once you show me that cutting me off in this way is the way to go, then I'm going to end up cutting you off too. That that's how I function, right? That's how I do things. Um, but don't come back. Cause I won't come back. I, I don't, I, I don't do that. Once something is established to have been toxic, it's toxic for me. Um, and that's where I stand with that. Um, so I appreciate you even, you, you know, this has been a very messy, but I love it. Raw talk conversation. And I'm gonna call it messy because there will still be people in society who would think, oh, they messy. It's not that it takes a lot. Everybody messy, Miss D. It, okay. Yes. Let me tell you something. Everybody is spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. <laughs> and I don't eat that in public because I make a mess on my clothes. Yeah. So everybody is spaghetti and meatballs. I love her. Who ain't messy? I love her. Who ain't messy? I love her. I absolutely love it. Oh my God, you are killing me right now. I love it. But you know what it is though? It's like, it's truthful. If you can't, if you can't be honest with yourself about how certain things are, it's very truthful. And I don't have time to make excuses for people. I really don't. I don't have time to sit here and pretend like everything's going to be okay. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just not going to be okay. Um, you got to be truthful to that. And so that was actually an amazing, amazing like home run right there with the double or nothing because um again I don't think a lot of people get comfortable in their own voice or in their own experiences to to, to call it what it is this show is sponsored by Queens Infusions a mompreneur owned brand that creates terpenes and CBD infused wellness products woman owned mompreneur small business owned Queens Infusions wellness products are homemade in small batches from locally sourced ingredients and they are my absolute favorite to mellow out to chill to enjoy the scent the taste Ooh, you name it you don't want to miss this go to the show notes go to queens infusions etsy shop and at checkout use ddrt code for 20 percent off courtesy of double those raw talk podcasts um, you know, again, it, it doesn't take away any or make it any less our interest in being empower, empowering to others, being empowering in our own right, or even setting that tone and building that community, let's say, right? I, I don't think it, it takes away from that. But I do think that a lot of people don't um, talk about it enough to say what are the issues and what are the problems to why you know, we don't have that type of a support for one another. Why we don't have that type of a, a support to, I want the lighting to come in. Sorry. Um, why we don't have that type of support for one another and why we're not able to address the issue behind it. Um, for me, you know, I can't tell you how many times I, I mean, because of what, because I am a woman, uh, it's mostly a conversation that comes up with other women. I can't tell you how many times I've encountered women who claim that they are about supporting women and building a community and doing all of this and doing all of that. But they are the same women who are constantly talking bad about other women or are speculative of other women's intentions and motives all around them. And at some point it becomes an issue of Maybe it's you. Just maybe you're the one who's harboring some form of negativity or insecurity that impedes you from being able to build these own communities for yourself, to be able to be supportive to yourself and then in turn to others. When we sit there and we question, well, why isn't this happening for me? Or why is this happening to me? Listen, we leave things up to God's hands or whoever it is to your point that people pray for, um, pray to, I should say. 
we leave it to that. Yes. But a lot of it still also has to do with our decisions and our choices. And that's exactly what we kicked off with in the first segment as raw as it gets. A lot of it there is that, that presents ourselves to us. Oh, fuck. I couldn't control that. Something tragic, something's all of a sudden, something unexpected, but then there's so much we can't control. And it takes a lot of consciousness to be able and awareness to be able to control those things um, to the best of your abilities to know exactly what type of resolution you want to get to or what outcome you want. Right. So now we're going to go into the overdose. Okay. And the overdose, this is the last segment of the show. And with the overdose, this is where we discuss something that we're just completely over or something that we are overjoyed with. And this could be absolutely anything, anything at all in this world, your life. I mean, when I say anything, I mean anything. You need to go on a rant right now. You need to go the fuck off. Go ahead and do it. Or you just want to share some joy right here, right now with us. Please give it to us. Okay, where to up again? Because it's a rant. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. I'm so over men who, what's the word? They broke. <laughs> they lie. They cheat. And then they want to talk to you. And then when you don't want to talk to them, you let them know, you know, I'm good. Oh, you think you better than me? Mm. What? Mm. I, I went through that shit yesterday. I said, I'm not interested. I said, I, I lied and said, I'm in a relationship. So, so, really? So. I have a question for you. Do, are, are those the ones that try to come? There's a reason why I'm asking this. Are those the ones that are trying to come off to you like they have like wealth? They got money. They're good. They got this. They- yeah, but they broke as shit. Okay. Okay. We gonna make it messy at this end. Broke. I don't even mean broke money wise. Just broke. Just like, okay. Have you seen the Tinder swindler on Netflix? Have you heard about that? No, okay. I have not. I'm I scared to add. Okay, I'm, I haven't started it, but I'm going to start it. Um, it says, posing as a wealthy jet-setting diamond mogul, he wooed women online, then conned them out of millions of dollars. Now some victims plan for payback. I wow. say that to say, the shit is real. When it comes, and yeah. listen, what what did we say from the beginning? You got those that are public figures that are known out there. And then you got those regular regular schmagglers that be thinking they could do the same thing. And no, you cannot. And so you broke. And so I have actually recently, so I announced it on my social media that I have been in my in my childhood moments and I decided to go on YouTube and find all the 90s novellas that I grew up watching with my parents right and I'm watching these messy little things and I'm like fuck I understand it better now that I'm 36 what the fuck was I doing watching that when I was that young I don't know but my my parents thought it was okay for me to sit down and watch this shit with them right but I'm watching it now and there's storylines like that of these men Mm -hmm targeting women who they don't got shit and listen i know it's just a novella but it's not just a novella this is shit that really happens and it can happen to you when you on your way to work and you just encounter the regular guy that's at the duncan that is such a jab to something that happened to me about a week and a half ago but i don't care anyway y'all please be careful please be careful in these streets men too there are some women some women not some women. Let's keep it real. There are a lot of women. A lot will, of women. Who will only target men 
to see how he could take care of her running up the bank like this is real shit and it still is happening and we're in times right now where people done took out ppe loan wasn't it a ppe loan what what i didn't get one and i I got a real damn business but go ahead (laughs) i feel some type of way Cause I could use that damn loan, but God. People took our loans. They was mad mm. fraudulent with it. They need money. People, people need money, and we just gotta be careful in these streets. And I know it sounds like we're just ranting just to rant, but no, it's real, y'all. It's real. Be very careful. Unemployment has run out for some people. PPE loans have been done fraudulent. Like it's tax season. It's tax season, y'all. I need y'all to be careful of who y'all starting today. I need y'all to I need y'all to see the address. Make sure they have an address. Make sure like I, I need all of that because I just do. I just do. That's what we're talking about now. I just do. Um it, it's just really sad because it's like, bro, I told you I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. I got a man, whether I have one or not. And you it like you just not getting it. He was just being so uh, demanding, like, oh. Well, um, here's my card. I said, for what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't need a taxi. I can walk, and I'm not gonna call you. I said it straight like that, and kept on pushing. What What else you want me to say? I, I don't want to be bothered. Yeah, I want to be able to um join in Shakira on this with my my overdose. It's you could call it overjoy because there's definitely something I'm over to and I'm going to, I'm going to rant this off. I wasn't going to give too much details. I actually wasn't even going to talk about it, but you know what? It compliments so well what you just said. And I, I, this won't be raw talk if I don't keep it all the way raw. Right. So I actually did exchange numbers with a gentleman, um, in a public place. He approached me. His approach was not bad. Right. Um, you know, he was, he was trying real hard with his little smoothness and I just don't have time. I'm on, I'm on a rush. I got to make it to work. Like if you're going to ask for my number, ask for my number. I'll give you my number now. I'm out the door. Like that's it. Let's just, let's just keep it moving, sir. Don't you have a job to go to anyway? So (laughs) anyway, so, um, I spoken to the gentleman here and there. I'm being very respectful right now. I'm calling him a gentleman, but I spoken to him, right? (laughs) I've spoken to him, right? And it hasn't been bad conversations, right? But from the very beginning, I did tell this man, I am a very, very busy woman. So if you want to talk on the phone, we could talk on the phone. We could text. Like, you know, just give me the heads up. Don't just call me in the middle of the day. I'm at work, right? Uh, Uh, Oh, yeah. You know, and you also just don't just FaceTime me because you think, you gonna see all this face like it's just not gonna happen right like there's certain i think there's just certain um talking to someone etiquette right and and i think we should create boundaries like let's just put that part of that what's respectful what's a boundary right like do you say that do you not do you do that do you not right (sighs) y'all um he was out and about one day and he happened to message me to see what i was doing I took the two minutes it took, not even two seconds, to say, <laughs> I'm running errands. Happy Sunday. That was it. <laughs> but, sir, I said, happy Sunday. I'm running errands. Like, 20 minutes later, in the middle of my errands, I get a message that says, oh, my God, you won't believe what just happened. I need to talk to someone right now. Call me right now. Whoa. So I looked at it. I was in the middle of my errand. My hands were occupied. I could not just call you. And also, I don't just, you know, 
do as I'm told just because. But I said, hmm, let me call him in like 20, 15 minutes because I need to finish this up. When I read it again in about 15 minutes, there's another message and it says, call me right now. I said, oh, hell fucking no. Like that was just like, it was just, it was just like a red flag to me, right? I did not respond until four hours later. And four (laughs) hours later, I said very respectfully and professionally, if anybody knows me, if you know Misty, you know I am very cordial with my responses. I said, as I said to you earlier today, happy Sunday. I was busy running errands. (laughs) Just saw this. Everything good? And he said, yeah, you know, it's just in that moment. I just want to talk. And he said this whole detail. And I just at that moment, at that moment, at that moment, I was just so over the interaction. After I read his whole detail, all I said was, oh, wow. okay, great. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And that was it. I honestly and and this may sound picky. This may sound messy. This may sound like "Mm, this is why you single. no. Fuck all of y'all who may say that because that is actually not why I'm single. And I am not being messy and I'm also not being picky. I am here to say those are part of boundaries. Those are part of, to Ms. Shakira's point here. Thank you, man, for bringing this to the microphone. Because I'm, I, I sometimes feel like I'm the only one that be ranting and talking shit about this all the fucking time. And it's not. Like, it, it's, it's truthful. It's so truthful. So being selfish, putting yourself lo- yourself first, loving yourself is part of that self-love. Like, do not just conform to what the fuck other people want you to do. Say, like, you don't just hop, skip, and jump because somebody fucking tells you to. You don't just do that. First comes you. If you have children, a lot of people say, well, my children come first. You know what I learned? My child is the love of my life. He is. I adore him. Truly, the only love at first sight I've ever experienced after he done <laughs> tore me the fuck up when he entered this world, okay? But he does not come first. I come first. And I've said this before. See, my mom raised me believing that we all came first and she came last. And my mom went through a lot not being able to take care of herself, too. And that's something I had to remember the day that I did become a mom. I'm going to love you for life. I'm going to ride for you. I'm a, I'm a, I will do everything for you. There's not nothing in this world. Marcus will never need of anybody because I'm here, but I need to be here. So in order for me to be here, I mm-hmm. come first. Period. Well. Period. That's it. <laughs> so if mm. a man be texting you trying to get your number and he trying to tell you, call me right now, you don't do it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I just blocked. I'll be ready to block. Block. Uh, needless to say, he got blocked. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I don't got time. I just told you what I'm doing. You don't comprehend what I'm saying? I don't Black. got time. I don't got time. I just, I don't have time. And that, that's on that. So, Miss Shakira, this is, I love this conversation. Do you want to tell my listeners where they can find you, where they can support you, how they can support you? Um, are your books still on Amazon? Like, what's going on? To give us all the yes, tea here. girl. My collection of poetry, I Am Not Your Average Black Woman Part 1, is currently on Amazon, right? It did make number one last year, uh, July 15th, July 11th when it launched. And then I also have a co-author project 
titled From Pain to Power, which is also on Amazon. It's only $2.99. The ebook is a pre order. It launches February 22nd, 2022. Now, I will get paperbacks and I will sell autographed copies. I got to see if, you know, the demand is high. And if it is, I let the people know because you're going to want an autographed copy. Because if you order it from Amazon, number one, I ain't getting that money right away. And number two, it's not going to be autographed. Next, I um, have a podcast which airs weekly. Um, if I allow it to air weekly, okay, it is the it is the so Superwoman so Superwoman podcast. It is on Apple, Google, Spotify, and it talks about my mental health journey, my uh, self love, my trauma healing, and I also just highlight certain tips for women who may be going through a hard time healing because healing is an ongoing thing. And no judgment, okay? And I will be interviewing uh, self-published authors who also been through some type of mental health. And I also got some men coming on my podcast. We're going to talk shit to about relationships. Everything ties back to mental health at the end of the day, right? So that is for season two. My Instagram, so underscore superwoman. My Facebook is Shakira O'Mazin. Oh, amazing. Okay. Just saying. Yeah, absolutely. Go support, guys. Um, Thank you again, Shakira, for coming on the show, for sharing your voice, your experience, um, for making this such a raw conversation, but with a dose of messy. And um, maybe- spaghetti sauce, spaghetti and meatballs. Spaghetti and meatballs. I am never going to look at spaghetti and meatballs the same without having a good fucking laugh. I'm just saying. And yeah, and I'm probably end up naming a few people like you, real spaghetti or you real meatball but that's okay oh girl i love it <laughs> all right guys and as always everything is always going to be on the show notes where you could go again follow subscribe rate review um support and as always this has been another week and another episode on double dose of raw talk podcast i am your host misty and you guys will tune in next week bye don't forget to follow us on instagram and twitter And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.